You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. This is episode 76, Achieving the Impossible. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I am the business and life coach for sound and energy medicine practitioners who want to turn their practices into aligned careers that point toward freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment. This is Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Hello there, friend. How are you today? I am doing overall pretty good. I'm a little sleep deprived. Um, You know, you might have seen this on Instagram, but (laughs) things were feeling all too smooth over the past few months. And so I just had to spice things up a bit. And um, I got a puppy on Saturday and um, my husband was all in with me, which I was really excited about. I guess he was feeling that way too. Just like, we need to shake things up. So we got a golden mountain dog, uh, which we hadn't heard of before. But my friend, Noemi, um, funny thing is, uh, Noemi, she's a biofield tuning practitioner, Noemi Kiss. Um, she, oops, something just fell over. We're good. Um, <laughs> she sent me a link. She's in Canada. And she sent me a link to people here in the town that I live in who had these golden mountain dog puppies. And she really recommended them because she's had... Um, a total of two now. And at the time she sent that link, I was like, no, I'm good. We already have two dogs, but thanks, Noemi. Oh, and that's cool. I know them. They were actually um, my stepdaughter's soccer coaches. So that was about, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago. And um, I, on Saturday, I went to go pick up my stepdaughter from a birthday party and it was at their house. And she was telling me all about the puppies and um, Emily, the the um, the woman who is selling them, was uh, she asked me if you want a puppy, and I'm just like no. <laughs> but don't you know? I went home. I thought about it all day. I couldn't stop thinking about it, and so uh, talked my husband into it. <laughs> it really didn't take much though. He won't admit that. Um, but we went that night and we went and picked up our little Baloo, um, which means bear in, uh, in Hindi. Um, and okay. So he is a cross, a, a golden mountain dog is a cross between a golden retriever and a Bernice mountain dog. And I will tell you, he is big already. He's only two months old and he he looks like he's mostly Bernice Mountain Dog. Like he's he is thick. Um, but the mo- he's just the cutest thing. So I'm I'm post I posted a little um, video of him on Instagram. Uh, if you're not following me on Instagram yet and you want to connect and um, follow one another, my handle there is JillianFaldmo.coaching. Uh, so check me out on there and you'll see some some videos and pictures of my little puppy. (laughs) Okay. So that being said, um, I have something special for you today. Last week in the Grow a Thriving Practice program, we did a workshop on creating an impossible goal. 
And I have for you some clips from that workshop. In that workshop, I taught a five-step process, how to create and achieve, no, not necessarily achieve, how to create an impossible goal and move towards it. And the, the goal is not to get to your impossible goal, although that would be amazing. Like <laughs> I would not discourage you from doing that, but it's really to show our brains and our minds, like where we're maybe not in belief, uh, where some of our obstacles are, what are some of the emotions we like to avoid. It's really a journey of self-discovery. Um, and it's um, some pretty impactful and amazing work that I learned from my coach and coach instructor, um, Brooke Castillo, who is the founder of the Life Coach School. So I am so just thrilled that I've even learned how to do this and set impossible goals for myself. And what I've learned along the way is that even though I don't reach those impossible goals, I end up achieving way more than I thought I could. And, and from a place of not hustling, from not overworking, from just a place of just really honestly like loving life and um, just being so amazed at what I'm capable of. So I'm really excited to share this with you today. Um, I hope you enjoy it and you get something out of it. And if you would like the full recording, consider joining the Grow a Thriving Practice program um, by going to JillianFaldmo.com. All right. I'll see you soon. Bye. I want you to think about some ideas that were once impossible, seemed impossible, but they came into being. At one point, the idea of being able to talk to someone on the other side of the world was impossible, right? But then the phone was invented. And then the iPhone <laughs> was invented, which has so many capabilities. The idea of gathering 150 passengers in a machine that flies in the air. That was once impossible. Seemingly so, right? And now we do it all the time. It's like one of the main modes of transportation. So if the people that invented those things gave up on that idea, we may not have them today. Right? So... One of the things I want you to type in the chat, if you're willing, while I continue to speak is, what have you already accomplished that you once thought was impossible? For me, it was being self-employed and being completely self-sufficient in that regard. Being able to make a stable income, it was impossible to me because it was never demonstrated to me before. I've never seen that in my life. What about you? Penny says, me too, self-employed. Yeah. Okay, so think about that a little bit um, and then share it with us if you'd like. Uh, when you set an impossible goal, there is this huge opportunity for awareness and learning. And so my intention for this and for you is not necessarily to like win your impossible goal. It's not to achieve it or to accomplish it, but to, um, to give you this opportunity to learn so much about what you're capable of 
beyond what your mind now considers realistic, right? And that might be, you know, on your way to your impossible goal, you might accomplish something that you're like, whoa, I didn't think that would happen because of the action that you could take. So I'm going to talk about two types of failure. You may have heard me talk about this before. I just want to read the chat. I've seen them come in. So being self-employed, yeah, same goal, not there yet. Same, being self-employed, yes, starting my own business and being self-employed. Okay, we have a common theme here, huh? <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Okay, so these two types of failure. The first one is failing ahead of time. This is when we don't make progress, we don't try, we just decide that we're not going to go for it. And the result of that is that we don't learn and grow. The second type of failure is failing forward. And this is essentially learning, but I'm still calling it failure because I want to be okay with that word. I've had so many fails in the last few years as being an entrepreneur, but they've all led me to learning something new that's given me the skills to keep going on and continue my business. So failing forward, we take action, we try something, it might not work, and then we learn, and then we try something else, and then we learn some more until eventually we fail our way to success. Worthy fails, failing on purpose, failing forward, you may hear me say all of these things, they're all the same, same term. Massive action is action that we take that produces results. So there's passive action, which can look like more like consuming, like we're, we're doing, we're, we're taking action to move forward, but it's more of a consumption, like listening to podcasts, reading books, taking courses, that's all passive action. Massive action is like putting a reel out there or emailing someone and making them an offer or going to um, a local I don't know, like um, metaphysical shop and asking if you can do sessions there. So it's result, uh, actions that produce results. They require some sort, my words are getting mixed up, require risk, right? Or involve some sort of risk. Risk meaning usually emotional risk, like the risk of rejection, of humiliation, embarrassment, fear, anxiety, doubt, all of those things. Okay. And it doesn't mean lots of action and burning yourself out. It doesn't mean like working more hours than normal. It does mean doing the work that will cause you that emotional discomfort on purpose, because that's where I see the growth really being is working through those emotions. Like I've learned so much about myself and acquired new skills just today through having anxiety with me. Whereas like, if I like, so I learned how to navigate that anxiety today, right? If I would have just like made that anxiety mean that I should stop and I should go lie in bed and not do anything, then I wouldn't be moving forward and I wouldn't be learning all that I am about myself. I wouldn't be evolving. So again, this work is not to, not intended to accomplish that impossible goal, but but exactly what I'm talking about right now is to like feel your feelings on purpose. 
the, the, the stress, right? The, like the worthy stress. We're going to have stress no matter what. We're going to have discomfort no matter what. And so the way of evolvement is choosing that on purpose. Does that make sense? Like we're going to have discomfort if we stay stuck and not do anything because I'm like, now I could be doing more, <laughs> right? I want to do this thing, but I'm not, or I want to have more money, but I don't. That's uncomfortable in its own form of discomfort, but there's discomfort of like, I'm moving toward this goal and like, ah, <laughs> it requires effort and our brains don't like effort. That's the moment our brains are going to say, forget this. Like, this is dumb. I'm not doing this. I know that there are some of us that don't like goal setting at all. And the reason for this is because of what I mentioned before, because the brain will seize up, right? When it thinks something's too hard. This is, this is the purpose of the work though. We're going to get through the, this is the too hard and we're going to take action anyway. Let's see what, see what happens. This is really the opportunity to show your brain that something un impossible and unrealistic can actually lead us to something that we truly desire. When your brain offers you excuses and whines, I want you to ask yourself, what is the cost of not doing it? Because our brains want to give us all the reasons why, like all the ways it would cost us to do it. So this question, what is the cost of not doing it can help us to move through the fear, right? The cost of not doing it could be something like, I'll never know. I'll never know what's possible. Um, and I'm just going to leave you with impossible goals are only impossible to the version of you who believes it's impossible. That version of you is now, right? So counsel with your future self. Use your future self to do this work. The version of you that's already taken the actions has accomplished the goal. She's going to have so much wisdom to offer you. If you are loving these podcast episodes, this is the time to start applying these tools to your business and your practice. Consider joining the Grow a Thriving Practice coaching program where you can work on these skills with tailored and individualized support. To learn more, visit JillianFaldmo.com. That's Jillian with a J, Faldmo, F-A-L-D-M-O.com. Mm -hmm.